Have you ever noticed that sometimes when people share things with you, their knowledge, their what their value is, you get impacted. And it allows you to find clarity in something that you couldn't have clarity in around before. Maybe you were stuck with it. And now with that new knowledge, you feel a little more free. Well, we're going to have that conversation today as we go through our topic this week, which is I'm free. And I know that Bob has been struggling with this concept. And I'm sure there are others of you out there who are as well. And so we hope that you join us as a part of it and think about right now, where are you gaining knowledge and is that setting you free or do you still feel stuck? We're going to have that discussion and more on episode 866 of Today's Antidote. Oh, I hate it when I hit the wrong button. Let's try that again. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing, to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom, that was something. I was doing my technology stuff, and all of a sudden, there was like no sound. I'm like, am I supposed to be talking now? <laughs> no. It's early, it happens, it's all good. You know, when you don't, when you're, I have one of those, uh, like touchpad mouses. Uh-huh. And as I was scrolling down, I just let go a little too soon. And so that threw me into a, into something that I had to then get out of and then had to find the intro. So. I understand. It happens. It's a all A little good. slip in the morning. Yeah. I'm not judging. So we are here early. We are early, which is atypical. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've set a new standard for seven-ish Eastern Correct. time. Well, this is uh, this is the other side of ish. The, uh, the so. other side of ish. That'd be a good name for for a uh, program. The other side of ish, or a novel. You could totally, yeah, science fiction, fantasy, dystopia. Yeah, the other side of Ish. Fair enough. And then you could do the follow-up this side of Ish. Well, it's interesting when you talk about the when you say the other side, how do you know which side? That's right. They talk about the other side of the moon, right? Could be that yeah. It depends on your perspective. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about our program today. It is Wednesday morning. Yes. And we've got a topic that I'm struggling with. So do the introduction so we can get to it, because I have some questions. Fair enough. All right, everyone, good morning, and welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, where each week, Bob and I have a conversation around a topic. Last week, we talked about being stuck. Talked about We said, I'm stuck was our topic. So it kind of makes sense that this week, we would then have a conversation about, I'm free, which is our topic this week. And as Bob mentioned, he's having some challenges with it, so hopefully... He might gain some new knowledge today, because that's our topic of the day, that will free him up. 
and help him see how uh, he can become free. May not be forever. Might just be free for the moment. Hmm, something to ponder as we move through this. And as we go through that conversation, if you have any thoughts or ideas, please feel free to share them in the comments because we know it'll add value to the show and might be the knowledge that someone else out there needs to help them feel truly free, at least in the moment. And at the conclusion of that conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope, the value that we hope we share, that will help you figure out how to take your next step to go from feeling stuck to feeling like you're free, at least for the moment. And um, of course, if you have a one thing you would like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments as well. Before we dive into our conversation, though, and get to Bob's questions, each morning we tell our share our celebrations. So, Bob, what are you celebrating today? I am celebrating the fact that I went to a networking event last night and uh, ran into some people like the great Rick Donovan, who I haven't seen. I see him maybe two, three times a year. He, uh, he He's a ball of energy, and it was just really nice to have the opportunity to reconnect. You know, we, we always think about networking events, or at least I do, about meeting new people. But sometimes it's just nice to catch up with the old friends, people that you've talked to over the years that you just don't see as often. And uh, when they come up to you and warmly greet you, it's like, that's why I came to this tonight. And I find that that really inspires me to be even more engaged with the other people. And the weather was horrible. It was a lousy drive in really bad rain into Baltimore City at rush hour. Parking was complicated and expensive. And I was sort of like, oh, I really don't want to be here. And I walked in and within three minutes, Rick came up to me and just totally changed the whole tenor of the evening. In fact, I did a live in our uh, um, Sculpt group yesterday about how to get motivated for a networking event or something you're not interested in. And I talked about my favorite song to get ready. You'll have to watch it. You haven't watched it. I haven't. Do you know the band Molly Hatchet? I've heard of them. Okay. Southern rock band. There's a song of theirs that I always listen to, to get me revved up. So you have to go, you have to go watch that, Tom. It's something. Fair enough. I will have to do that. That'd be a good poll question too for, uh, for our group is what is the song that you listen to to get you ready to go? It would be, okay. used to be a thing that, that was a tip that one of my, that my coach once gave our group was, you know, if you have to give a presentation or you're doing something that you're a little uncertain about is find your song and play it before you go out there. And, uh, and I think that's an interesting uh, technique, strategy. So maybe you've gained a little knowledge here that gets you from being stuck when you have a big thing to do or something that you maybe don't want to do, like Bob going to the networking to being free. Hmm. Interesting. 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 Good celebration. Thank you. How about you? Uh, I am celebrating yesterday afternoon. I had some, I had a headache come on and I was doing some driving and I just felt miserable. Uh, and all I wanted to do was get home and lay down. And of course it was around a little before you went, but there was traffic and rain and just prolonging my temporary agony. And so I'm celebrating today that my headache has gone away um, and I'm feeling much better. I was pretty debilitated when I got home. I think I slept for about four hours. 
and just was not not really capable to do much functioning at that time. So but I'm celebrating that that is, I'm relieved of that for the moment. I lo- I'm sorry, I lost you for a second there. Oh, wow. At last I heard was you were driving home, you had a headache and... Uh, so I ended up sleeping for about four hours. I was pretty oh. incapacitated. And so oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I am happy to be relieved of that. Are they weather related usually or? I don't know. Might have been not enough sleep. Might have been I was out in the sun for two days. Might have been, okay. I don't know. Might have been maybe I didn't eat enough or drink enough. I mean, all of those. You have factors. to drink that dope pickle juice, Tom. Come on. You know that. Oh, some of the officials that I work with do that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, I also was outside staring without my glasses into a tiny computer screen and for a couple hours that might have had an impact on it as well so whatever it was i don't want to have that happen again okay all right so what corrective actions will you take to avoid this in the future what did i take away from this what were my what did no, i gain sure sure what will you do what might you do differently going ahead well what i might do differently is not try to do work on a laptop without my glasses Okay. Uh, find some shade more throughout. Drink a little bit more water throughout the day, not pickle juice. And even though I like pickles, it's an interesting, I don't know, the thought of that is weird. And um, I don't know. I have to think about some other things, but those are definitely a couple things okay. that I've already thought about. I have to be outside again um, Thursday. And so I've already started to consider, okay, where are the places where I could have shelter for most of the time so that I'm not, and it wasn't completely in the sun and I was in the sun. And I think that made my screen harder to see and I just didn't adjust and I might've been a good thing to do. So, that's And it. so you gained some knowledge. <clears throat> I did. Oh, well, the knowledge I gained was I had a huge headache and I needed to figure out what was I doing, what it was I doing that might've led to that so that I, that doesn't happen again. So help me understanding your example, if you will, because I'm really struggling with this, not acting, I'm being honest here. What, how does that free you? How does it free me? Uh-huh, because our topic is gaining knowledge. I'm free. So I think where I found freedom was that I was able to clear my calendar and lay down for four hours. And I wasn't focused on the road. I wasn't focused on a computer screen. I wasn't, I could just rest my head and my eyes. And the knowledge that I had that I thought that was going to be helpful turned out to be beneficial. Uh, And then I ate something when I got up and I had some more to drink and I sat outside when it was cooler and didn't really do much computer screen work or phone screen work and started to feel better. So that's that's my freedom is that, and it gave me a chance to reflect on hmm, what happened, what might I do differently the next time? And so I gained some knowledge, just an awareness of, here are some of the things that I was doing that might have led to me having this headache. Um, and the fact that I, ha- I had to drive didn't help. Um, and so I think there's just an awareness of here are some things that I might want to do differently to help avoid having that situation arrive again. Now that's 
only good if one of those things were the issue. If there's something else, I could be back in the same place again and be, go back to being stuck and like, well, hmm, I didn't do any of those things. So now I need to figure out what else it might be. Would you have been free if you had to go to a meeting when you got back yesterday and you couldn't lie down for four hours? No, I actually canceled a meeting. Okay. And I almost never do that, especially with a client. And I just wrote them and I said, I just can't function. What about the person who doesn't have that flexibility? You have your own business. I have my own business. We, you know, we have a little more freedom than people who might be leaders in organizations where they're required to be at work from nine to five. Do they have the freedom when they gain this knowledge? Well, I think they, I think the freedom came when I was able to relieve, relieve the pain. And, you know, so the challenge is, I think the other thing is you just sometimes you, if you're not able to walk away from it and go do what I did, you know, maybe you have the opportunity to close your door and rest your eyes for 20 minutes that may relieve some of it and then go through and try to do the best you can if you absolutely positively have to, um, attend a meeting or do something because you have a deadline and you're trying to meet it. So I think those are the things. And then you still have the opportunity. If you get some relief, you have the opportunity to learn like, okay, what happened that led to this? Was it lack of sleep? Was it too much screen time? Was it, I haven't drank enough. I think those are the things that help free us is when we start to understand what may have been the cause and try to, excuse me, figure out how we might move forward and do it differently next time so that we avoid that particular problem. Okay, let me give you another scenario. Okay. There are countless organizations, countless around this country right now, struggling with their membership because their membership tends to be older, grayer, because the generations, the 40, 50 plus crowd, really the 50 plus crowd was used to meeting in person. Younger people, not as much. They like their telephones and their screens. And so you have organizations that are losing members. We could, we could list everything from the Kiwanis Club to the uh, networking groups to you name it, on and on and on. So walk me through where they might be free and where they might be gaining knowledge. Because I saw this at the networking event I was at last night. Someone was talking to me about another group and I said, look around this room. And almost everyone in the room had gray hair. We're talking 30 people. Now, granted, 30 people on a Tuesday evening driving into Baltimore City, if you have children, it's difficult in the summer to go to this event. Absolutely. If you are on vacation with your family, which you could be in the last week of June, it'd be difficult to be at this event. There are some factors that would play into that, certainly, but I see the same thing throughout the year. You know, if we if the event were on September 16th, it wouldn't be a whole lot different. So what's the freedom that an organization or an organizational leader has? And what's the gaining knowledge in that scenario? 
Well, I think the I think there's an opportunity to look at the situation maybe differently. Because as as, we talked about this a little bit before the show, and, and as I've been thinking about it, I think one of the things is, because one of the things you mentioned to me is all of these groups are trying to find younger members. Mm-hmm. They think that's the solution to the challenge. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think is going on there. You're not going to get younger members unless you drastically change the, what you're doing. Younger members aren't necessarily appealed to those type of events, typically because they have some of the challenges that you just mentioned. Okay, They worked all day, they went home, and now they've got to drive into the city, and it's raining, and they know the commute is going to stink. And, or they have things for their family to take care of, or their kids, um, or they have other um, obligations at that time. And so... Here's a group that's trying to attract people to a scenario that is not that attractive to that t- that group of people. You know, it, it's we we set up meetings that are more uh, available because of the control. Like for me, I had the opportunity because I had my own business to be able to say, I'm going to cancel a couple of things, even though I really don't want to. And I know that it'll be okay because I'm not going to perform at, at my most effectiveness. The new worker who's newer to an organization doesn't control that. They can't leverage that same opportunity. They have to think about what are the things that they can do within their own and figure out how to go from being stuck with a beating headache to how they might be able to function at an event that they need to perform at. And so I think that that that's the challenge is that the knowledge that we have has to fit within the situation that we are in, or we have to think about how do we change that situation? Like if I was trying to coach some of those organizations, I would say, stop looking for younger members. Start looking for more members who are maybe one step before you. They're raising up in their organization they have a little more control over their schedule. They Their kids are a little more either self-sufficient or they're out of the house. And start to go after and try to attract those people whose schedule and flexibility more likely fits with the organization that you have. Not to find people who are completely new. I was thinking about, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the officiating world. We talk all the time about how the officiating world is made up of People who are in their 50s and older, and we need to find new members. And yes, while that is true, we need to get people more interested so that they say, wow, this is a viable option. Yet, as I go through my work choices and my family choices, it I might lose that option. <clears throat> Yet, maybe when my situation changes, I'll come back to it. And so rather looking for, for new people who are going to come in, like one of the big pushes in the officiating world, at least in lacrosse, is for current players, college players. They know the game, they're fit. Um, you know, they can do the things that we want. They have an understanding that others don't. So yeah, they would make great potential officials, except once they graduate, their jobs may prohibit them from being able to get out and do what they would do. And desire to have a family and all of those things that go into it. And so in some ways, 
maybe the target audience is those people who used to play or used to have kids that played, whose situation is now different, where they have more flexibility around their schedule. They may be in their late 30s, early 40s, and you know maybe they're looking to get fit, and this is a great way for them to get in shape, like it was for me. Maybe they're just looking for a way to give back. Maybe they're just looking for some extra income or some exercise in a different way. And that those people are more likely to be able to sustain what they're doing because they don't, they don't have as many changes in situations. Their, their situation is a little more stable. And the freedom is understanding, I think, some of that. Now, the challenge is that this, the freedom, as I said, sort of subtly tried to hint at as a part of this, not necessarily permanent, because, and it's temporary. You know, things happen and we have to then figure out when that happens, how do we adjust when the new problem shows up? You know, the new problem might be, so let's even say that some of these organizations modified their things to be more attractive to young people because that's what they thought was the solution. And they're like, oh, okay, we're starting to grab all these new younger professionals to be a part of it. Well, younger professionals have a very different perspective on what they want to do. And so as they get into new leadership roles, they want to change because we want to attract more younger professionals. And before you know it, the people who were the sort of standard bearers of the organization now aren't, don't necessarily fit with the new look of the organization. And how does that play out when the, the new members are changing what the organization looks like that used to fit with all the people who, as you say, were gray haired and, and the stalwarts of those events. So there's, I mean, I think it's a process of being stuck, finding some freedom. And then I think one of the key knowledge is that you're going to get stuck again. And what happens when you get to that point, because there's change all around us and we only control so much. And so the likelihood of new obstacles that could get in our way is pretty strong. And then we have to figure out what to do about that. Does that make any sense? It does. So I think my one thing this morning would be, and I know you didn't do this on purpose, but it works. The I'm free is in quotes in the heading today. I did do it on purpose. Did you because it's a saying? I did it because it's it's a statement, I think, that we make. Okay. I All would argue that not just as a statement, it's also a for the time being. Sure. Look, you know, I'm funny with air quotes because I'm funny in that moment. A moment from now, I may not be funny. Fair enough. So I think my one thing is that we're never really permanently free. As we gain more knowledge, we might be free for a short time, but then the next thing comes and we have to gain more knowledge. And it's a back and forth, back and forth. And I think where I've always struggled is to really take the time to gain the knowledge, all the knowledge. I tend to gain the knowledge that supports what I believed before I had the moment of freedom. Well, do you ever truly believe you're going to gain all the knowledge? No, no, I don't. Although I imagine you at one point thought you could. Till about 30 seconds ago, yes. <laughs> 
So at 641 on June 28th, 2023, my mind is blown. <laughs> Do you feel a little more free for the moment? Uh, I don't know if free is the word I would use. Uh, I feel more knowledgeable. Okay. Well, do you feel like you were stuck before? Or now that you realize that you like, wow, I was really stuck in this thought that I could gain all of the knowledge that I would ever need to create the perfect organization or business and achieve the goals and desires I have. Well, I think that I think that's the I think a lot of people have that belief. Of course. That that, you know, there's going to be a day when this gets easy. Sure. It looks so easy for that other guy. You know, I was I was saying to someone last night, they were asking about you, and I was explaining, you know, some of your stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's really coming along for Tom. He's really it he's got so much going on, it like falls in his lap. And I'm thinking, it really doesn't fall in his lap. I know how hard he's worked at it, but the perception in that moment was it was easy for you. And I think that's what we, that's the fallacy that we often want to believe that everyone's path was easier than our own. And so your path is easier than mine and mine might be easier than yours. And someone else is going, these two bozos do this podcast every morning their path must be super easy. And I, I wish it were as easy as their path was because we tend not to see the hard work that we put into it. And the gaining knowledge takes a lot of effort. And for me, when I've gained the most knowledge has been when I've fallen the farthest. When, when things are humming along really well, the knowledge gaining is pretty limited. When things go way off track, there's a lot of knowledge gained. Sometimes not the knowledge I want to gain. <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? Do you think that there's a correlation there? Yes. That you, things are humming along as you described it. And so you even shared, I don't feel like I need to gain that new knowledge. When there are probably plenty of opportunities where you could gain knowledge that would allow you to keep humming along rather than be like, I don't need that. I'm good. And then the, bottom falls out and now you're in a very different spot and you're like, wow, I wish I would have taken the time to learn while things were humming along so that maybe they would keep humming along. And at the same time, things are completely, many things are out of your control. So things out of your control may have caused the bottom to, doesn't matter how much you were open to learning. I think one of the things is when we're open to learning at all times, we have the opportunity to reduce those, to make those highs and lows seem different, seem not as um, as far apart, or we're at least able to snap out of them quicker and see that, yes, I've learned from a situation like this before. What did I take away? How could I leverage that now? And rather than being stuck in, oh, things are awful, or stuck in, oh, things are amazing and it's just rolling along, I'm still at that point where I'm trying to always learn and gain new knowledge. Okay. Don't they say knowledge will set you free? Isn't that a saying? Sure. <laughs> Never heard that one, but could be. The truth will set you free. Oh, that's it. The truth. Which, what is the truth? Is there I don't a truth? Know. Was that your one thing or do you have a one thing still? Well, I think that's part of my one thing. I think my one thing is that, is that if we are always open, 
to being impacted by what others share, we have a better opportunity to gain knowledge. And I think that that gaining of knowledge helps us either maybe avoid getting stuck a little longer or allow us to get out of being stuck a little quicker because we're open to it and we're not stuck in the judgment of what is going on or why did it go on or what might be the case. And, you know, I could have spent from the time I woke up yesterday to the time I, we talked about it today, just being angry about what happened. I had, I had to tell a client I couldn't do a, a thing. I had something with Liz that I was going to do that I couldn't do. And just being stuck in that, or I could have said, hmm, what could I take away from this situation that might help me avoid it in the future, uh, or at least understand it a little bit differently? Okay. I was open to gaining knowledge. Not okay. Just. I like that. Are you finding wow. some clarity around this topic? Yeah, a little bit. What's our topic tomorrow? I want to. I want to. I want to think about this. Interestingly enough, it's. Because we talked last week about I don't know anyone who dot dot dot. So next work next or tomorrow is about your network. And I okay. have it would have been an interesting conversation to have had today. Okay. Well, I'm sure to wait. Well, it's gonna have to wait, unless you want to just keep going. No, right it now. can wait. It can wait. All right. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us today. Uh we do apologize that we were on the much earlier side of 7 a.m. ish. And we hope that you will still listen to this when you have the moment, whether it's online or on a podcast and share your thoughts and ideas because Bob will, and I will go back and look and see because your value is still valuable, even if it's not live and we don't have a chance to share it yet. And you can put it in the comments. Listening to the podcast, we know there's no place to comment. So what we would do is encourage you to join our Sculpt Your Business from Chaos and Confusion, Confidence and Control Facebook group where you can share those thoughts and ideas. You can see Bob's video about how he maybe went from a little lack of confidence going into a networking event or maybe just a lack of interest to uh, having more confidence and control where he could gain from the networking event he last went to last night. I'm looking forward to watching it myself. So with that, we look forward to seeing you inside of that group or we will see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m.-ish, a little closer to 7 a.m. than today, uh, for our next episode of Today's Antidote. Hey, until then, folks, early, late, doesn't matter what time of day or night, embrace the renegading you. It is so, 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 so worth it. Five so's or four? That's, that's right. So five. Five, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, everyone, go out and enjoy your day. We will see you soon. Have you ever thought about your business from a perspective of what's going to happen long term? So many days we're caught in what's going on today. But what would make your business be the business of your dreams tomorrow or next year or five years out? That's what our Sculpture Business Program does. It takes you from the chaos and confusion of today to the confidence and control of tomorrow or next month or next year. All that's available to you. All you have to do is contact Tom or me or go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. It's easier than you think, and it will make all the difference in the world. We'll see you there.